The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast with hosts Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of The Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. No, definitely. <laughs> no, no, no. The zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a joke, Dave. Dave, Dave smells like nougat. Now here's your host, Ralph Malbrose. Welcome to Saints Happy Hour Podcast. As always, we are sponsored by you, the fans. We got, we're going to try to do one more of the draft special podcasts next week. We'll give you two podcasts going into the draft, and you'll get Drunk History for May, and then Kevin's got to fire off his two Drunk History that, that he's going to do. So we're super excited about that. We got to, what are we going to do, Kevin? We're doing the River City Relay and the, uh, I the 2000 think a, Saints. Was, the 2000 Saints, I think, is your first right, two. Right, the 2000... Well, it was Hakeem. I think it was the Hakeem. Sorry. It was the Monday night football game against the Patriots oh, combined yeah. with the River City relay yeah. game. Because they're and then And then the second one was, I think, the Hakeem was the, the season culminating with Hakeem drops the ball. Yeah. So that'll be that'll be fun. We'll get shit-faced. I'm going to get shit-faced on Shiner, Box, Strawberry, Blonde. It's, it's good. So... Um, we're going to have – this. I'm super excited for this. We got Kevin plugged into the fan speak that me and Andrew are addicted to, uh, and we're going to run a mock draft. But we're not just going to be like, oh, we did this and we did – we're going to do it in real time. And here are the rules for the mock draft. Basically, me and Andrew are the scouts, personnel people, but Kevin is the GM, which means – he gets to decide whether we trade up, we trade down, whatever he wants to do, and he breaks <laughs> all, and he breaks all ties. Uh, if me and if there's a tie, but since there's only three of us, because Dave's at his one of his kids' birthdays, we won't have any ties on which player to take, so he won't be able to break any ties. But he'll be able to trade down like a motherfucker. So we'll get to that on fan speak in just a second. Um, Andrew, the deadline for Malcolm Butler. It's the 21st. I see all these players signing their tenders or in, mm-hmm. in Willie Sneed's case, signing some sort of agreement where he can go to he can go to offseason work but not be under contract. I don't know what that's about. But is there any chance Malcolm Butler signs before April 21st and we can get this done? Uh, so I can explain to you the Willie Sneed thing real quick. Um, it's that he doesn't want to sign the exclusive rights tender because uh, they're negotiating a long-term deal and he uh, wants a lot more money than that. So. Uh, uh, basically, he doesn't want to miss out on stuff with the team, but um, there's no way he's accepting that tender, so he's waiting for a better deal. Uh, with uh, Butler, um, I mean, really, after 421 passes, there's no point in um, 
there, there's really no point in waiting uh, because there's nothing to be gained uh, yeah. unless it's unless it's leverage and con, uh, contract talks or if he wants to screw over the Patriots' ability to get a draft <laughs> pick in this draft. Yeah. You know, he could refuse to sign until after the 27th. And then anyone that would want to trade for him uh, would have to use players or picks, for picks or, or maybe a guy they just drafted. But, you know, really, it's it's probably 2018 picks or a player. Um, so he could do that to screw them or his agent could be telling him, look, you don't have to sign. You don't lose any money if you wait until June 15th. And could it? He, he may ride this out and just just to make a point about yeah. his displeasure. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of like I'm not signing the tender a second early than I have to because I don't want to be here. And you people said you weren't paying a corner $10 million. You gave Gilmore $65 million. Fuck you people. I want out. And he has yeah, like it's, – but it's like a polite way to do it. It's like the British yeah, way and, to do and it. Yeah, also when he doesn't sign, he's not obligated to go to the ah, offseason workout yes. program, the OTAs, any of that stuff. So he may just be like, you know what? I want to hang out at home and work out and not be forced to go to all that stuff. So one last thing before we fire up the fan speak mock draft. So, uh, somebody on Twitter, I think it was, it used to be random sports guy. And he, he left Twitter. He came back because the Brandon cooks trade made him so mad. I like him. He's really smart. And we were, we were just friendly argument chatter back and forth about offensive tackle. And I was like, well, they need offensive tackle. But they don't need it that bad. I mean, they can get it third, fourth round. And he's like, dude, Name me a backup offensive tackle on the Saints roster that's not Andres Pete. And I was like, you got me, buddy. You got me stumped there. So, I mean, how big a need, Andrew, is offensive tackle? I feel like you could argue that it's the third biggest need or fourth, maybe? Yeah, it's big. Um, The main reason it's big, you know, I I keep going back to this. John John Stinchcomb, the wheels fell off when when he was 30 years old. And he was a Pro Bowl tackle, the starter in the Super Bowl, a quality player, and the wheels fell off overnight. Streif is 33. He's three years older than that. Now, he played well last year, um, but if something happens to Streif, right now, Pete is the primary backup tackle, which means you've got to move someone else in at guard and move Pete to tackle. Yet, we've already established that the whole reason Pete is playing left guard right now is because for some reason he can't play on the right side and he's better on the left. And Sean Payton has said that. So the Saints don't have anyone that can play right tackle. Like if if someone got hurt right now, I actually think Senio Calamete is probably your right tackle. Ooh. Yeah. So, uh, so keep they, that in mind, General Manager Kevin. As you yeah. But, this. but, you know, I mean, you'll remember they brought in like Khalif Barnes. Like, oh I, I think. God. Khalif well, that's Barnes. what I think would happen right now. If they don't draft a guy, the next thing is they're going to have to bring some over-the-hill vet. Oh, Lord. That's inciting. So, um, all right, who's ready to do this draft? We're going to fire it up. Kevin, I will assume that I can start the draft and not have to worry about pausing it to trade up. Is that correct? Yes, that would be correct. Okay, and to clear up a little bit. If I ever say trade up, I've been replaced by pod people. (laughs) So let's do do a a little bit of business. The Saints are thinking about trading for Malcolm Butler. Uh, Are you willing to give up the 42nd pick? Oh, so you're you're going into this draft. You got all five of the picks. So uh, let's fire this this puppy up and see what we got. Uh, we're, We're rolling now. Uh, we got ooh, Mitch Trubisky at three, Fournette, Davis, Watson, Jamal Adams, Williams, Hassan Reddick. Oh, we got trade proposals coming in, GM Kevin. Kevin, I think you got to take this one. Kansas City 
is offering you their first, second, and both of their thirds for the 11th pick overall. Take it. All right. (laughs) He doesn't even want – he doesn't even want to know where in the first okay. round. Okay. Well, okay. here's the thing. Do you do you? No, the Green Bay's isn't as good because they're only offering their first, second, third, and fourth. So we're taking we're taking Kansas City now, Kevin. Where does Kansas City pick? Twenty-seven. No. So Kevin, oh. don't. So Kevin, do you want me to? There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. Uh, look at the defensive ends, pass rushes, and think about trading up if they all start disappearing or you just want to roll with it till 27. Yeah, uh, keep an eye on uh, keep an eye on if the the edge if the edge you know if there's a run on edge players. Okay, because they got they got some nice ones left still. They they got uh they got Thomas Barnett, Taco Charlton, and McKinley, and yeah, kind of after that it gets kind of slim. But we'll, so uh, Solomon Thomas fell to eleven. Fo- Solomon Thomas fell to eleven. You didn't even give us an opportunity to talk Kevin into that. <laughs> when they, when Kansas City offered ah. when Kansas City offered four picks, including two thirds, I mean, I think Jesus Christ could be on the board, and Kevin would say no. Yeah, I'd true. say I'd say listen, I'd say listen, <laughs> Jesus, I appreciate the reach, I appreciate <laughs> the intangibles you bring to the table. He does have, but a lot of uh, hey, man, four four draft picks or four draft picks, Yahweh. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so all right, let's. I could get... have four Peters instead of one Jesus. So they took – oh, my – what are they doing? Kansas City took Malcolm McDowell. Um, so uh, uh, so Christian McCaffrey, Rob, Cam Robinson, John Ross, and Malik Hooker just went. Um, Derek Barnett is still there at, set at 18. Do we want to move uh, for that or no? We want to keep rolling. You still got – Barnett, Taco Charlton, and McKinley as your top edge guys. Or Charles Harris on this uh, amalgamation of rankings is ranked a little lower. So, Kevin, what do you, what do you Kevin, want to do? Kevin, how about we, uh, we give up 25 and a third now that we've got like seven of them? <laughs> Why don't we give up 25, 27 and a third to try to move up here? All right. What, what draft pick would this be? This would I would be... want to take Derek Barnett. 
This would be number. This would be this would be number. We'd move to number eighteen if Tennessee wants to do it. The thing is, I would be happy with him at eleven. So Kevin, you got to feel good about getting him at eighteen seven picks later. Okay. All right. Well, then let's. All right. Let's try and offer it then. Let's try and offer it. So, so so we are saying one of our lower threes. Yeah. So we're saying. So we're saying we're switching first round picks and we're giving them a number three. We're gonna we'll start out with the well, lowest. Don't forget we still have thirty two. Yeah, that's another first round pick. Yeah, they declined. Yeah, and I'm it. sure somebody and I'm sure somebody will try and offer a trade up. They for declined. That. They declined our third round pick number forty. Should we? Should we? Should we try? Do we have anything better? We have the twelfth, the twenty seventh, and the thirty ninth. I say offer him twenty. Kevin, do you want to offer? Offer him the twelfth. Offer him our best one. Kevin, what do you think? You're the GM. Do you approve of that? Uh, offer the middle one. Okay. <laughs> offer the middle one. Look, listen. I got to be dragged Declined. into trading up. Okay. I know. So let's. All right. I guess we'll offer him the high one, and then if they don't take it. They declined it again, motherfuckers. All right, so, then so, fuck it. So, we're, so we're, you they, snooze, you lose. Wait, Tennessee. wait, wait. You snooze, right, you lose. So, Ralph, can you wait like two more picks and then try again? Yeah, I guess if he's still there. I guess I can. Reuben Foster, Jabril Peppers. Up, uh, he just went twenty to Denver. Ah, so do we want to? Do we want to move up for? Do, well, you could. How do you feel about Charles Harris? Because I think he's going to be there at twenty-seven. Let's sit. All right, Kevin. I'm fine with sitting. I'm All fine right. with sitting. Right. I wanted Barnett. Now that we didn't get him, I'll, let's just wait. All right. So we got God. They got some Zach Cunningham, Lamp. All right. We are on the clock, and we have we have trade offers pouring in. Kevin, this is your wet dream. <laughs> but they're they're offering. They want stuff for thirty two. We'll deal with that later. Or do you? Yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, people, listen, listen. Let's make a listen. If I had my complete absolute druthers, there wouldn't be a first round pick. But you know what? We've got first round picks, so I say let's take one now and let and let's field offers on thirty two. So they've got Charles Harris in this amalgamation at forty seven. Is McKinley better than Harris? Do we feel? I like, like Harris better. Okay, I saw a Harris video of him. He was throwing people around. Are we? Are we? Uh, are we all in agreement on taking? Well, Charles? hold on. Who else we got? What what other options are there? We got corners because remember got, we don't have Malcolm Butler. Yeah, yeah we don't. We the have, best tackle in the draft still available. No, they uh, the best tackle left is Tyler Moten. What? It's um, yeah. so a three. Cam Robinson, Bowles, and Ramzik have all been taken. Yep. And Lamp. Yep. Okay. The best corner still left is Kevin King and Quincy Wilson, 36 and 41. So we're pretty good at corner if we want to win. Tredavious White is taken? Tredavious White is... Okay, this, this these rankings are fucking ridiculous. Because Tredavious White... It, oh, he's 58 on this board, but whatever. We're gonna roll with it because this is what we want to do, and if we wanted to do, we want it to be good. So they still got they still got a shit ton of good corners up here. So I think we can take. I think we could take. Uh, I think you could take Harris and and still be good at corner unless Kevin gets some sort of ridiculous offer at 32. And what trades. are what are our best options at pass rush besides <laughs> Charles Harris? Um, do, 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 do. we have Taco Charlton, McKinley, Tim Williams, T.J. Watt, Derek Rivers, Lawson, and Harris, or and and Basham and Willis. I for me, it probably I I like all those guys, so I don't think we have to take a pass rusher here. But 
to me, it's down to I would take Taco or Harris. Kevin, who do you want, Taco or? Harris? I am also Lee. I'm also those were the two names that I was looking at were Taco Charlton and Harris. Um, God, I think Harris is going to be. So here's the thing we have to ask ourselves. I think Charlton is is a little bit more raw, but he has a higher ceiling as far as being a, a more complete player. He will definitely be better against the run. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charles Harris, on the other hand, is going to be a more explosive edge guy, in my opinion. Ooh, I like that. I think I like Harris better. Kevin? Uh, I'll, I'll go Harris. All right. So, All it's, right, so, it's, so it's Harris. So we, got, we took Harris. And... 27th overall, right? Yep. All right. All right. So, oh, that's a garbage trade by Buffalo. Uh, the Colts, they offered a two of two fives and a six for thirty-two. The Colts no offered way. their the Colts offered their second round pick, their third round pick, and their fourth round pick. And their second round pick is fourteen. So, knowing Kevin that you have turned it already into a bounty of picks, knowing that you have no corner because you uh, you didn't trade for Butler, do you want to wait? And get try to get a corner, knowing. Uh, I think we have to take a corner now. So who do you? I don't, I don't think the trades we're being offered are very good. Yeah, the Colts. Wait, is, wait, wait, wait a second. Wait, what, say, the, this Buffalo can 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 pound sand. So what, say what the Colts one is again. The Colts is. Let me see. Being slow here. The the Colts is a sec. Their second and their fourth. Oh, there. Oh, it? I thought there was a third. Oh, no. well, never mind. Yeah, no, that's a negative. Then we're not going to take that. Okay. So, all right, we, what players we got? We got Quincy Wilson, Kevin King, White, uh, Wuze from Colorado. If you want to go, Wuze. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, here, here's. I'll, I'll say this about those guys. Wilson to me is the highest upside. He's six yeah. one. He's got speed. He, he's kind of got everything. The reason why some people rate Tredavious White lower is because he's 5'11". It's just a size thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin King is 6'4", so he's Ooh. got tr- tremendous value, but I, he just makes me nervous. Like I know it's a Stanley Jean-Baptiste thing, and it's unfair <laughs> for me to... But uh, you're thinking that. Yeah, so I, I just for, I, I get nervous with King. So I think it's Wilson or Tredavious White. I mean, I, the homer in me, I just, I watched Tredavious White every Saturday. I know that dude's awesome. I'm going to go – Kevin, who do you got? Cause, or I'll go, I'll, go, I'll go Quincy Wilson. So, Kevin, you can break the tie. I'm, I, I say Quincy Wilson. Oh, so we're, we're going Quincy Wilson. So that's it. So, so let's go. Now we got the next round. Uh, let's see what we got. So we have two second round picks, right? Yes. We have number 10 and Okay. The the Vikings want to offer us their 16th pick and their fourth round number 13 and the Chicago Bears fucking Ryan paced. He just insulted us. He offered a third, a fifth and a seventh for the what an asshole. So Wait, uh, how many spots down do we move down to pick up a fourth? Uh, six. 
it's not bad. Yeah, I would be in favor. Like, listen, if I was doing, if we were doing a full seven rounds, I would be in favor of it. Okay, well, let's let me look. Uh, I feel like if if we're gonna do this trade, Ralph, you gotta let us do the fourth round pick. Well, the thing is, I set the draft for three, but we can we can use a fourth. Uh, we can do a fourth. Um, the thing I will tell you is, you know, I think we should wait and see who's on the clock and see who's there. Okay. You know, and 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 I'll offer the trade. Fair to point. Let's Fair offer point. the trade to Min- we can offer the trade to a Minnesota uh, when we're on the clock. So yeah. let's see what we got here, and we're rolling, and we are. Uh, do, 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 do. Man, people want. Ooh, Minnesota's getting desperate, boys. They but see, they offered the th- they offered a third. They're having a third round pick fifteen and two fourth rounds for the twenty seventh, um, and Denver offers two thirds and a fifth. But here's the thing, man. Of everyone there, um, uh, Kevin King is Kevin King and Travaris White are still fucking there, both of them. And you need two corners. So yeah. if you want to if you want to go down. They're not going to be there probably when you come back around in the second round. So let me, you know, let's offer minutes. Let's 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 uh let's offer min. What do, what do you think we should offer? Like we could decline it, but we could offer Minnesota something else. Should we say, hey Minnesota, we want your second round and your third round instead of your two yeah. fourths? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let's do that. All right, we'll send second round trade with. Minnesota, we want their 16th and their third round. They declined it, those bitches. Um, let's see. Uh, what do we want to do here, gentlemen? Kevin, you want to? You want to do let's the two? Talk, let's talk. Let's talk through the prospects. What, All what, right. what, give me the top ten players. All right, the top ten players are T.J. Watt, Afeni is a guard from Indiana, Kevin King, Derek Rivers, Buda Baker, Carl Lawson, uh, Tankerlerson, Tankerlesley, and Zay Jones. Tankersley of Clemson, the yeah. corner. Yeah, uh-huh. Jones and Awize and running back Kamara. Those are your top ten. I mean, I think here we double down on pass rush or we double down on corner. Remember, we got Charles Harris, um, you know, so we, we, he kind of got him low in the first round. and We got Quincy Wilson. To me, those are both great prospects, but they're not 100% sure to be great in year mm-hmm. one. So I think we need to double down. I think I think you could go Tredavious White. is so he's still available. You could go Kevin King if you want a bigger corner. Remember, we don't. Our only big corner on the roster really is Delvin Bro. And if you want to deal with Julio Jones in the red zone and Mike Evans uh, and Kelvin Benjamin, I mean Kevin King could be a decent pick. Or those pass rushers that you just named, T.J. Watt would be awesome. Um, he'd be a great third down guy. Um, or Carl Lawson would be good. Um, so Kevin, you kind of need to decide here. You want to go, right. cor- you want to double and down the corner or defensive end? No, I've already got it figured out. 
All right. Take Tra- take Tredavious White since we passed since I passed on Butler. I figure we need to get two corners. Two corners okay. earlier than, than I like later. It. Okay. I like and we it. still got pick twenty seven too. So we'll yeah, take so we can still listen, we can still either take an edge guy there okay. or we can start to fill out some of the other team needs. Or hey, depending on what the offer is, trade down again. Yeah. All right, let's see. Let's see where oh Lawson just went. That was a good guy. So see now the the edge guys are going. Oh, we got another trade offer coming in. So Philadelphia offered the third round pick thirty five, fourth round number eleven, fourth round number thirty two, which is like the one of those squeeze comp picks, and fifth round number eleven for number two twenty seven. But let's see let's see what's available. Well you could certainly binge on the third round. What's that? You could certainly binge in the third round. Well here's my here's my question though, is if you wanna double up on edge you have if you wanna double up on edge guys, here's the question. How much do you like um how much do you like uh Basham from Ohio? Love and Will and Willis from Kansas State because they're fifty four and fifty seven. So if you move down and you get the extra, um, you get the extra picks from Philly, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You're probably not going to get either one of those guys, and you've already got freaking. You're gonna you, you're gonna have one, two, three, four picks in the third round. Yeah. So Let, let's take Willis. I like Willis better. I mean, I, I really like Basham too. He's a small school guy that produced at an insane level. But I think I would go Willis because he's a three-down player, and Basham's going to be more one-dimensional. And Harris is already more of a pass edge specialist, pass rusher. So I'd like to get a more rounded defensive end mm-hmm. to sub in for him. So I, I would go Willis. Personally. Kevin Willis. Kevin. And the Philadelphia thing, the Philly thing is the only offer we the, got. It's the only offer we got. I mean, I the thing is, with the two that we've done, I love this tra- the trade down that you did because you you're gonna have you've got three guys. You're already gonna you're gonna pick one, two, three, four, five more. You're gonna have eight guys in the first three rounds. You know. Oh, well, that's boner inducing. Um, <laughs> You know what? I'll I'll go with you guys and say Willis. All right. So All right. So we doubled down on pass rusher and corner. We yeah. good. So let's see. Um, now we can go offense. Now we can give Sean his toys. <laughs> All right. So now we go into round three, and we've got th- we've got three picks. I think the key here is whatever we're gonna pick in the third round. Like we have to be strategic in a sense of we have four picks. Like pick the right guy and hope the other ones that we like uh, fall. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So at running back, ooh, this is this is a tough one because Joe Mixon is hanging out there. Uh, and at wide receiver, my boy Carlos Henderson is there, and he's at 68. So we'll, we'll have – They're both pick, available? They're both available. Wait, are we picking now? No, we're um, – I'm I'm about to run the draft. Okay. So let's run it. Let's see where we're at. Oh, they both just got picked. So did a tackle. So did Eddie Jackson. So did a corner. 
All right, Ugh. so we're on the clock. And we have... Um, top guy available is Bucky Hodges, a tight end from uh, Virginia Tech. Seven, uh, good player. Uh, he's a tight end. Is he? Is he? What's what? I don't know nothing about him. You know, he he's made some big plays for Virginia Tech. He's a good blocker. He's kind of he's an all around tight end. Um, you know, Virginia Tech isn't the greatest offense, so he didn't put up crazy stats. Mm-hmm. But he's a good player, and he's six seven. He's How do you feel team. about um, Cooper? We don't Coop. need a tight end, but I like that guy. Cooper Cooper Coop. He's the best wide receiver available. What else Wait. is out there? The top guy is Bucky Hodges, then Ethan Posick, then Coop from Eastern Washington, then quarterback Davis Webb, safety Desmond King, who I like a lot, uh, uh, Quails, a defensive lineman from Washington, and offensive tackle and Antonio Garcia. I think this is where we have to take the tackle, guys. I would, I would do the tackle. Garcia's or from Troy. Is he really or, that good? Dude, where did, think about where we got our starting left tackle from and in what round. Here's the thing. If you don't pick here at 70, at, um, at 70, 76, basically, you're not picking again until 88. And Garcia's rated 83. So if you don't pick he him now, he might make it. He might not. So how? I guess my question is: how, Do we go quarterback? Do we go Davis Webb here? Uh, I kind of like Davis Webb. I would see. To me, I would wait on Webb, and I would wait on Hodges. I feel like because here's the thing, Kevin, that I'm thinking. I'm like, if what if Armstead gets hurt and the wheels come off on Streif? What do you yeah. like? What do you do? And like. I feel like at tight end, I don't like Fleener and the other guys are kind of meh, but like they can figure that shit out. But like tackle, if they have a catastrophe, like I don't, I would hate to, I think their, their season could be ruined if they had two injuries at tackle, I think. Like I don't think they could over, I don't think they could fix it. So I'm saying pick the tackle at 83. That's my vote. I vote Garcia. Okay. You don't want a quarterback. Maybe later. Wait, is Rod? Wait, was Roderick Johnson still available or not? Who is that? What position? He was an, He was a tackle. Uh, I don't even see. He might not be because I don't even see him. He might. On, okay. I don't even. Where's he play? Shoot, I didn't even see the 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 uh, the college on it. JJ Tillman. Can, can, can you can you pull up the best tackles? It's Garcia, Bensonati. Davenport, Wheeler, Skipper, Holden are your top tackles. Yeah, yeah I think Garcia is your best bet. All right, take him. All right, take so, him. Six go. foot six, big right. dude. Davis Webb just went. Quails just went. Posick, Wheeler, Coop. All right, so we got a tackle. That's good. Yeah. And oh, we're up again. So here's the thing. We got the top guy available is Shaheen. I've never heard of him from Ashland. Uh, the guy from Villanova, who if they drafted him, I would just butcher his name until they got rid of him. Kapaskian. Kapaskagon. Hanson. Oh, we, 
Yeah, we can't take another pass rusher, dude. Hanson, the wide receiver from California. Taylor, the wide receiver from Western Michigan. Uh, the running back, Kareem Hunt from Toledo. Um, that would be my pick. What? The running back from Toledo? Yeah. I mean, he's he's a playmaker. He'd be the uh, – he, he would compete with Traveris Cadet for – What about uh, Duke Riley? How do we feel about him from LSU? Do we, we feel good about linebacker, where they are, Kevin? I mean, Kevin, like, Kevin, what's your instinct say? Like, what position are you like, I think we got to get this position? So, so where, where it says uh, remaining team needs, what does that say? Safety, wide receiver, linebacker, guard, running back, defensive line. Uh, who are the top safeties? Desmond King's gone, right? Yes. The top safety left is John Johnson from Boston College. Oh, great player. He's 114, though. So I think, I mean, that's only 12 more picks. So I feel like... I feel like we could maybe wait on is, him. Wait, is are, is Justin Evans and Josh Jones? Are they both gone? Yes. And Mark Marcus May is he gone? Who? Where does he play for? Florida. No, he's at he's one twenty eight. He's the second safety. Johnson and May are the two top safety guys. He's at one twenty eight. I would pick one of those guys. I like them both. Do you think? Since I mean, we're picking right now. We're, I also I, I also like Kareem Hunt, the running back. We're at 91, so we're picking again in 12 picks. So do you feel like – I feel like Kareem Hunt, he's rated 94. I feel like of all the guys here, like he's going to be the one that's going to be gone. So I guess it feels like do – do Kevin, do you feel like running back or safety, like which one is the, the guy to have? Because I, my instinct says Hunt's going to be gone at 94. And we have not taken a – we haven't taken a running back yet, right? We have not. Damn it. And remember, you've still got this one, and you're going to pick 12. You're going to pick – in round three, you're going to pick 39 and 40. So you're going to have back-to-back picks. What other running backs do we have? We have Joe Mixon, if you want to go criminal. He's, um, he's still available? He's at Vail. He's 124. And then you have Perrine. From Oklahoma and Hunt are your top three. And McNichols from Boise. Man, I would take Joe Mixon. I would do it. Kevin? Nope. <laughs> so I'm like the tie-breaking vote. I I feel like since Kevin's the general manager, since Andrew voted Mixon, I'm going to vote... Uh, I'm gonna vote Hunt and make Kevin make up his mind if he if he's a general manager. Does he want Mixon or Hunt? Hunt. All right then. Kevin refuses to draft a criminal. I admire your stand, sir. Okay. So, um, let's see what we got. All right, so we're good at running back. We're That's good. good. Oh, Johnson just went at safety. Um, but we're on the clock, and we get back-to-back picks. So uh, Marcus May is still there at safety. If you want to go safety, and remember, okay. you get back, you get back-to-back. So I guess like if we're going to pick Marcus May at one of the spots, like what's the other, like what's the other need that we have? Because we're going to pick Marcus May, and that's going to do away safety. Any but quarterbacks out there? Quarterbacks or linebackers or receivers? Chad, ooh, Brad Kaya, which. 
I love the jokes because his mom was Felicia in Friday, so we can do by Felicia jokes if he's good or he's bad. So I feel like that's that should be a definite option. Let's go with a couple of Florida guys. Well, Kaya's from Miami, but let's do uh, Kaya and Marcus May. Uh, do we feel like Kevin? Do you feel like they need a linebacker? Yeah. What are the uh, what Duke are the uh, Riley and Beckwith are still there? So is so is a, and Zolan from Florida. Um, and D line. I mean Beckwith is a beast. He's just coming off of ACL. That's Vincent Taylor. Uh, Jalen Johnson at defensive line. Smart. We could go Tulane guy. A little high for him. We have, we have so many vets we could stash Beckwith for a season. Well, I mean, that's interesting. I mean, Kevin, the, the, normally I'd be like, I hate injured reserve guys, but you traded down twice and you got so many picks. Like, I feel like you could like it's okay because we've we've got we have one two three four five six guys and we still got so we're gonna have seven guys in the top three rounds. So do yeah, we? That's, we stuff, enough, that's we the stuff enough, dreams are made of, right it, there. It is. We got enough veteran linebackers so they can hold us over for a year. So I would either vote let let's go with Beckwith or, um. I mean, Marcus May at safety and Brad Kai at quarterback, I think, are, are really appealing to me. I do like Marcus May. All right. So we're going – I'm going to – I got Marcus May. We got Marcus May. So um, Tampa Bay. Beckwith or Kaya? Beckwith or Kaya? Um, I would go Kaya because Breeze – well, yeah. Kevin, what do you say? Beckwith or Kaya? The highest-rated guy, by the way, is Taylor from Western Kentucky. He's a receiver. Yeah. We do need a receiver. I've never heard of him. Is he any good, Andrew? Uh, yeah. He he's just little. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that. I mean, I feel like we're good. We're good on little receivers. So. All Kev- right. Take the take the quarterback. All right, so we take the quarterback, and uh, let's see. Such wraps up our draft, but I want to review this because this this draft I didn't like. At first, I was like, "Oh, I don't know how I like this." Cause Kevin did the Kevin got his dream trade where he got freaking four picks, but I gotta say, Kevin, you rolled the dice trading down, and like you you hit it. Like you not not. I don't think this. I mean, I feel like. Andrew, this this draft, it's not realistic because Loomis would never fucking trade down from eleven to, to twenty seven. He just never would. Uh, but I feel like this is a great fucking draft. You got Harris, Wilson, and White as your first three picks. Andrew, I mean that's great. Yeah, I, I love mean, it. Is it realistic though? Uh, no. You think I mean, Wilson? Loomis isn't trading down, so <laughs> it's not realistic. I mean, Kevin, do you think you'll regret not taking Mixon? Because that was the one that I'm like, Ugh. No, absolutely not. Do you regret not trading up for Barnett? No. I don't, 
I don't think I do. You know what? I I thought he was gonna regret it. And I thought we'd be sitting there and would be like, kind of fucked at edge. But I think Charles, I think Charles Harris is gonna go really high. He's gonna go like twelve to fifteen. I think. And All right. So read it, read us our draft class. We man. got twenty-seven. We got Edge Charles Harris Missouri. Number thirty-two. We got Quincy Wilson Florida. Forty-two. We got. Tr- Davius White, LSU. 59, we got Jordan Willis, Kansas State. 76, we got Antonio Garcia, tackle Troy. 91, we got Kareem Hunt, uh, Toledo, running back. 103, Marcus May, safety, Florida. 104, Brad Kaya, quarterback, Miami. So we got four defense, three offense, and we doubled up at – no, I'm sorry, five defense and – Two offense. No, you got, got, no, you three. You got to tackle the the running back and the quarterback. Yeah, so we got eight eight players, right? Total. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you 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 double up on corner and you double up on pass rusher. That's about I, as good as it could be, man. I mean, I I think I think, but the thing that makes the thing that the thing though that makes the draft totally ridiculous is fucking Kansas City gave us four picks to move up to get Malik McDowell. Who is that, Andrew? Yeah, he's kind of like a defensive end, defensive tackle tweener uh, from Michigan State. I mean, he's a good player. I mean, he's supposed to go in the top twenty. I think eleven is a huge reach for him. Four to giving up three picks to get him. That's if, wait, if who gave him up? Kansas City. Who got? Well, I mean, they run a three-four, and he he'll fit well in that system. I mean, he's I mean, he's. he's He's got good size to be a 3-4 end. I figured they were doing it for Thomas, but they passed on Thomas and Lattimore and took McDowell. Yeah, taking McDowell over Thomas if he's available is batshit insane. I mean, Kevin, do you? how did you feel about the draft? You, you did the, 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 you did the two, two massive trade downs. How did you did – it, did, it, did you have as many picks as you wanted? You got seven. Wait, I thought we ended up with eight. Well, no, you're right. We did end up with eight. You ended up eight of the top, eight of the top 104 picks, which is like, that's yeah. I mean, eight. Listen, if all fit, listen. It's the way I look at it is okay. All things being equal, every team is supposedly starts out with seven picks through an entire draft. Yeah, and we ended up with eight in the first three rounds. So that's a bingo for me. You know, and I know, I know why you did it. You can't, you couldn't have, you couldn't. I mean, you could kind of have guessed by running the tool, maybe that a, a nice trade offer would come, but you couldn't have known before the. You know, that's why I asked you before the draft. You, you got to make the Butler decision. You said no, and I, I really love this draft. If you had traded for Malcolm Butler and given up ten, forty-two for Malcolm Butler, and say it's instead of Tre'Davious White, it's Malcolm Butler on that line, this draft. I would make love to it. It would be so beautiful. Uh, you know, that's my only complaint. I mean, two rookie corners, Andrew, kind of worry me because you're, you're plugging two rookie corners and you're basically adding a third with P.J. Williams, who's basically a rookie. But would you? how would you feel about the secondary with this draft, I guess? Well, you're adding a safety, uh, which is good too. Um, and, yeah, I mean, there might be – I think Tredavious White's NFL ready, you know. Um I think Qu- Quincy Wilson might not be as much, um, and he might take. I-, I think Quincy Wilson probably ends up being the better corner of the two, 
um, and has the more skills that translate to the NFL long-term. But um, I, I feel decent that one of the two will be good immediately. And then one's kind of a special teams guy you stash that hopefully midway through the year is ready to go. You know, and this, Kevin, I know me and you have been preaching forever, trade down, trade down, trade down. But this was a good, fun uh, sort of run through in the fact of, you know, you looked at 11 and they had Lattimore and Solomon Thomas and McCaffrey all there at 11 for that. And I guess it just shows that NFL teams just don't have willpower to say Kansas City offered me four fucking draft picks in the top hundred. I'm taking those draft picks. It doesn't matter who is there at 11, you know? Um, so I guess my point is, is is there is there no one in this draft that you'd be like, if they were there at 11, if you got offered three or four picks for – 11 is there there's no player that you would take over the picks the way i look i i mean that was a king's ransom right i mean you're getting right like the four picks i i would have i'd have probably taken it if it was three i would have likely taken it if it was three but dropping from 11 to 27 is substantial though yeah i lived through like i really felt and uh, and and okay, how do I collect my thoughts here? Mm-hmm. I really felt the Ricky Williams trade back in the day. Yeah. And and as I got older, I came to hate that even more because I saw what uh, what what Bill Belichick has done with his hoarding of draft picks. And so I just kind of those those two those two things have really helped shape the way I look at at the draft. Yeah, so. it's dead. It's dead on. If you look at the, the what Kansas City gave the Saints, it's like just under twelve hundred fifty points. If you go by the draft, I know the draft value chart's sort of outdated now because the contracts are different and all that. So it's not it's not gospel, but it's but I mean, like. If you want to go from twenty-seven to eleven, like they didn't, like they didn't overpay. It, you know, like if you want to get from twenty-seven to eleven, like that's what you have to give up. It's no, you know, the only thing that would probably be different, I think, probably in real life, Andrew would be Kansas City, or another team would want to give a future assets, right? You know, mm-hmm. they would say we'll give you one and a two this year and a three, and we'll give you. a a two next year or a three, you know what I'm saying? Like they wouldn't want to give yeah. you, they wouldn't want to give you four assets this year, but the, the value on the chart is pretty similar, you know? It's like, it's not crazy. Um, I guess. Yeah. The, I think, I think you just have to stomach dropping 16 spots and that's, uh, th- that is Loomis does not do that. <laughs> I guess my question to you is what players do you think will be there? Like what, what's a player that would be there? That not necessarily that the Saints would want, but that another team would be going batshit crazy for. And the Saints mm-hmm. would have to make the decision of, do we want to take our player, you know, Derek Barnett or Solomon Thomas drops to 11, but Lattimore is there. And maybe the Saints have gotten Butler, right? So they give up 42 for Butler. And they're like, we don't need a corner, but Green Bay or Dallas, one of these corner, corner desperate teams are offering us three or four picks to move down. 
what do you think the Saints do? Would the Saints take the three and four? Would the Saints take the offer we just took from Kansas City, or would they take the player at eleven that they that they really like? I mean, I think the Saints would take the player, but if you're asking me who who that guy could be, I think Malik Hooker could drop, um, and I think if he drops, someone will trade for him. Um, the quarterbacks obviously are guys to watch. Um, you know, I just think Trubisky could fall to 11. Um, no one really knows what's going to happen with the quarterback. Some people think there's going to be two, maybe even three taken, uh, in the first 15 picks. And, um, others think they might fall and that no quarterbacks will be taken for a while. So to me, the quarterbacks and the receivers are the big wild cards in this draft and the top two receivers for me. You know, I think someone's going to reach for John Ross because he just ran such a crazy time at the combine, I and he put up and he put up ridiculous numbers in terms of production. And so people will say, "Well, he was awesome at the combine, and he's awesome on film." And so I, I think someone's going to reach for him. And I mean, it, as awesome as Deshaun Watson was in 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 the championship game the guy that makes that offense go was Mike Williams. And I think people see what Julio Jones and Megatron have done. And they think Mike Williams, you know, that's the thing. Like the other receivers, Ross is super fast. And Corey Davis is more of like a, a complete receiver. Williams is really the guy that's kind of got the size and speed. So I I think depending on where those guys go, I mean, that that's, that's what you know, I think if, if those guys go before the Saints pick, so let's say Watson, Trubisky, and Ross and Williams all go in the top 10. Yeah. Then it becomes the Saints board because all these, then, then you, you're looking at Solomon Thomas po- possibly falling to the Saints, maybe Lattimore falling to the Saints, Reuben Foster falling to the Saints, uh, Hassan Riddick falling to the Saints. So. Here- they would have a lot to pick from defensively. And then and then it's like, well, I'd be cool with all those guys, so moving down three or four spots wouldn't be bad. Yeah. Now, here's the thing, Kevin, I guess, to, is the question. Of course, me and you, we are – you're the president and the vice president of the trade down committee, association, whatever you want to call it. But I'm also president of the YOLO association. So if a team wants to trade down but they want to offer you a lot of – 2018 assets what do you do how do you balance how do you balance yolo going all in with breeze this year with a team wanting to give you you know like if the texans want to move from 25 to uh 11 to get a quarterback trubitsky let's say and they are say hey we'll give you 25 and a second this year but instead of giving you a third and a fourth that would even out the chart we'll give you a two next year or our one next year you know, how do you balance that? Because I, I think that's an interesting question, too. Well, I mean, are we assuming that Drew Brees is done after this year? Mm, Andrew, that's a good I question. don't because I don't think he's done after this year. So you'd be fine with taking the asset, the 2018 assets. Yeah, I, I mean, in that scenario you just described, yes. Yeah, I mean. And also, Andrew, what do you, what is your? I still think your prediction of Malcolm Butler is going to be right. It's going to be it's going to be the Saints are going to send them thirty two, and 
New England's going to send the Saints back the fourth. So it's going to yeah. end. So it's going to end up being Cooks. It's going to be end up, the Saints get Malcolm Butler in a third, and New England gets Cooks. So um, does does giving up does giving up thirty two? Do you think it put pushes Loomis to trade down more or less? Does that make sense? Does that that question make sense? Yeah. Would he be more inclined to trade down if he doesn't have 32? Um, no, I, I still like, I still don't think Loomis is going to trade down. You think it's the opposite. You think it'd be, he'd be, be... look, the only way he would do it is if he got a deal like the one Kevin took. (laughs) I I mean, if someone were to offer something that crazy, then of course, uh, no one's that stupid, but I, I just think, the past, I mean, but otherwise, I I don't. I mean, we've got to look at history here. Loomis does not trade down. Yeah, have they ever done it? I don't think they have. I think they, they traded down for Thomas Morstead. No, I thought they traded up for him. They traded down for Courtney Watt. They 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 traded down and ended up getting Courtney Watson in the second round. Yeah, but I, that was Hazlitt. Yeah, that was Hazlitt too. Um. No, I I remember doing a blog post about the Loomis, the Paylu history, and there was one or two examples, but this was later in the draft, you know, fourth round, fifth round. They yeah, they did trade they did trade down a couple times in 06, but they got a vet as part of the trade. Like they like when they got Jeff Fain from Cleveland, they swapped picks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, but the Saints, they didn't really get extra extra draft picks they got a vet player. So, um, all right, we got to f- do the final four of the saddest Saints bracket we've ever done, the best Saints corner in history. Uh, Kevin, number one, Dave Waymer, number four, Jabari Greer. Who you got? Uh, Waymer. Uh, Andrew, who you got? Dead Dave. Yeah, I got Weimer too. I like Jabari Greer a lot, but I feel like, I feel like Jabari Greer in any other tournament shouldn't be nearly this far along this this one gets a little interesting number two dave witzel number three mike mckenzie i'm going mike mckenzie i feel like dave witzel he's so fucking long ago like like the thought of it doesn't even count and i feel like mckenzie was good for a long stretch for the saints and he was actually a trade that worked out well so i'm going mike mckenzie andrew who you got yeah, I mean, I think there's no question Witzel, arguably, along with Waymer, maybe, and maybe Ambrose have the best individual seasons in Saints mm-hmm. history for a corner. So I, I think if you're going by individual season, uh, then it's pretty clear to me. Uh, Witzel is the number two corner in Saints history with 19 picks. That is so sad. Despite, despite only playing three years. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he had half the picks on, in one season, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, McKenzie, you know, he wasn't a guy that got tons of picks. I mean, he was a good cover guy. Yeah, I I think you also have to remember with McKenzie, um, most of the time, anyone playing the Saints was picking on the other guy. Yeah. Um, You know, it was hard for him to amass a bunch of picks. Um, But he ended ended up with 13 um, in, in what, six seasons? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, averaged a couple a year. but he was flashy, man. He was consistent. Um, and the best memory I have of him 
is obviously that Patriots game. I yeah. mean, for him to be injured and, and, and you know, to be done and be on the street and to come back, intercept Tom Brady in a magical season like that, that was just another feather in the cap of, holy shit, we're really going to do this. It's meant to be. Um, and so I think for nostalgia, and I, I wasn't around in the 60s, but, um, you know, Witzel was a great player on a terrible team. He was a, He's a Hall of Fame player. He was, he was all pro many times with the Bears, I believe. Yeah, I mean, he, he was fantastic, and, and I think he's deserving to seed, and he deserves to be this far, but... I just go back to like magical moments and, you know, maybe it's me not being around the sixties, but you know, Witzel was lightning in a bottle for three years. McKenzie was sustained solid play for six years for double. And he helped the saints win a super bowl. Yeah. Um, I kind of liken this to Darren Sharper. Like, yes, he was amazing for a year and he was incredible, but again, it was kind of like lightning in a bottle. And, you know, if you were to ask me, is Gene Atkins, did he ever have a season like that? You know, this is another Saints safety. I would say no, but Atkins was sustained solid play for a really long time in his career. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to go McKenzie. Kevin? McKenzie. Yeah, and I'll say this. If you said to me right now, Butler will be as good as McKenzie, do you want that or do you want what's behind door number two? Oh, it's not even a question. I would just say I, I, he can be as good as McKenzie. That, that's fine. And I would take it. Yes. And it wouldn't be wouldn't be a question. And hell, if he's as good as McKenzie, I'd give up thirty two, and I wouldn't even blink. Like, I, yeah, if he's as good as McKenzie, thirty two is a no brainer. So anyway, the final is going to be Dave Wamer, Mike McKenzie. That'll be fun. The one versus the three. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, Twitter questions. Uh, Kevin, which do you want in 2017? Breeze throws 50 touchdowns, D gets 30 sacks, or Breeze throws 30 touchdowns, D gets 50 sacks? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, What's the league? Any of y'all know what the league average is on sacks? The last seven Super Bowl champions have averaged 43 and a half sacks, if you want, oh, if, if you want to gauge on that. Uh, then I would, then I guess I would have to take the D gets 50 sacks and breeze gets 30. I mean, if breeze gets 30, I'm, I'm assuming that his, I I know that's low for him, but I'm assuming that his interception rate isn't like ridiculously high. Like See, I'm I'd assuming that that's throwing means he's getting Yeah. Well, Adrian Peterson, we're, we're going to be handing the ball off a lot to him, right? Kevin. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. You'll have to tell me because I sure as shit won't be watching on the television. <laughs> no, Kevin's counting on Kareem Hunt to be the bell cow. Uh, Andrew, would you rather the Saints get uh, Miles Garrett for 11 and 32 or you get a chance to – oh, this is for Kevin. Sorry. Kevin, would you rather the Saints get Miles Garrett for 11 and 32 or you get a chance to wrestle John Cena? Uh, I would rather uh, get the shit beat out of me by Braun Strowman. <laughs> and the and the guy who asked that will get that joke. Uh, what end do you, result do you want, Andrew? Just Miles Garrett or McCaffrey and Butler? McCaffrey and Butler. Yeah, I think Sean Payton has a man crush on McCaffrey. I don't think they'll get him because I don't think he's gonna. He's not, they're not gonna pick him at eleven, and he's not gonna be there at thirty-two. But um, if McCaffrey gets yeah. to the twenties. Kevin, we're gonna have to put 
the trade up siren on full blast because I think Sean Payton will be standing on the table screaming at Loomis saying, Get me McCaffrey. Is that crazy, Andrew? No. No, uh, I I mean I I just think you you look at this offense without Cooks with McCaffrey and I think it's better. Yeah. Uh WPM asks, who does the Saints history voiceover at the beginning and the end? Uh that's Kate Winslet. She's a friend of my wife's. My wife. <laughs> my wife. No, she's not. Uh it's just uh some British chick on that website, Fiverr dot com. She did it for twenty four dollars. We classed it up. Uh quite nice. Let's see. Uh, uh, thought, Andrew, this is from Hunter. Thought on Mac Collins. The wide receiver, he's a wide receiver. I've never heard of him. Thoughts on who? Mac Collins. Are you pronouncing that correctly? It's. I think I am Mac Collins. Oh, Mac. Wait, Hollins or Collins? Hollins. Can you spell this out for me? Mac, H- Co- Mac, Mac Collins from UNC. Yeah. You know, I haven't studied him. I know he's a big dude. I know he's kind of like um, he's not the little size, dude that returns punts for UNC. No, no, he, he's like um, in terms of size. Now you're thinking of TJ uh, Switzer or Switzer? Receiver name, so I don't know. I'm like no, Kevin. I, 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 I think, only know draft and like passing, like bits and pieces. It flows by me, and I'm like, I know that. I saw. I, I just think with that guy, Matt Collins. You're talking about Trubisky being the best quarterback in this whole draft after putting together a productive year. And this guy didn't really put up much in terms of stats, um, you know, for for playing with him. But, I mean, you know, he, he's, he's, a, he's a scoring machine. And you know, size wise, he's kind of got that Mike Williams. I guess frame. my so, question is, what's the last I mean, to me? To me, he's definitely worth picking later in the draft. It just all depends on where he falls. But in the fifth round, I'm definitely taking that guy. Kevin, you didn't trade for Malcolm Butler. Does that mean you'll be mad if the Saints do a move for him and it's on the show next Monday? Uh, I'll be, I'll be aggravated, but. It, it depends on, I guess, how things go in the draft. Then, yeah, I mean, so so basically, like they could trade for Butler, and I'll be, you know, I'll be like, uh, you know, I, I probably wouldn't have done that. But then, if the draft, falls. you know, if, if I guess if certain things happen in the draft, I could come back and be like, all right, that makes up for that. And hey, we got a we got a <laughs> great veteran presence at the corner, so you know, I'll shut up. Does anything make up for Adrian Peterson for you? <laughs> No. No. What if he comes to New Orleans and gives up $10 million of his own money to help schooling in New Orleans as he gets signed? I don't know if he has $10 million of his own (laughs) money anymore. And also, I'd read a story. uh, I can't remember. It might have been Deadspin that linked to it. But he his uh, one of his foundations like wasn't all that it was cracked no, up to be wasn't. like they weren't it wasn't doing everything that they that they claimed or he said it was so i'm just uh you're hoping not I, here's the thing with 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 i just uh, don't want him on the fucking team 
that's a, that's a fair thing. And I'm kind of that way with uh, Mixon. Is that like he's got a history? I just don't want. But I'm not gonna. I'm not as militant about it or 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 um, committed to it as you know. If the Saints sign Mixon, I'm just I'm gonna bitch and complain. But I'm not. Well, the thing about right. Mixon, here's my thing. The thing about Mixon is once you draft him. You're kind of committed to seeing it through, and I mean, you know, if he hits another woman, obviously he's done. But if if he has a bad attitude, he hits another in the person. Room, I think he's done. Yeah, yeah. But but I I just think even if he has a bad attitude in the locker room or he's a problem child, like I feel like the Saints kind of have to ride it out for a little bit. With Adrian Peterson, if he screws up again, I mean, to me, he you bring him in camp and see what happens. So I feel like he's going to make his own bed. Like either he's a model citizen. Or he's not, and he'll be gone very quickly. So I, I just don't like the thing that makes me nervous about Mixon is that the eject button. They'll have more. more they'll give. They'll give him more rope, and we're already annoyed yeah. if they pick him. And if he does right. something stupid, and they keep him, whereas like you know, Adrian Peterson, he does something dumb in August. They'll just be like bye bye because hell, yeah. they they. I mean, look at the people that they've cut. Spiller. I mean, they. They cut Galette. I mean, they are not afraid to, to burn the money. You know, you know the Saints are not uh, shy about the eject button. Um, but I, I mean, except with draft picks. <laughs> uh, I don't know. They they got rid of. Remember, they drafted Pittman and they cut him instead of. Uh, they kept Pierre no, Thomas over him. No, they've cut. You know, they cut Al Woods. They cut yeah. uh, Kyrie Fort. Yeah, I mean, um, did you guys see Kyrie Ford is becoming an actor? He's kind of, he's gonna play uh, Sean Taylor in one of those, uh, yeah, murder shows. I uh, hope he doesn't fall asleep. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna make that. I was gonna make that joke on Twitter. Uh, so um, that'll wrap up the show for today. Uh, I just I just thought of a terrible joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, that wraps it up for today. Uh, Kevin, as GM of the Saints, this draft was magnificent. I'm giving you a standing ovation. Um, oh well, you, thank you. You uh, you were you were you were phenomenal. Uh, if the Saints if the Saints did a trade down and got thirty percent of what you got, I would be ecstatic. You know, uh, if they move, even if they just move down, like even if they just do a swap with Arizona and move from eleven to thirteen, so Arizona jumps Cleveland to get the quarterback they want, and the Saints get a fourth round pick. Kevin, I think we need to like celebrate like it's the moon landing on Twitter. Yeah, any sort of listen, any sort of trade uh, trade down that uh, that Loomis and Peyton do should be celebrated and lauded. I don't care how how you know slight it may look. I don't care if it pockets <laughs> them a a fifth round pick or something, and it, just whatever. Like they, it's kind of like. It's kind of like when your dog goes to the bathroom outside and it's like six months old, you kind of have to like stand around and applaud it and give a treat. So basically we need to just send a whole big bucket of, of treats to uh, airline drive and, and have like a lot of applause uh, ready to go. Final question before I get out of here, Andrew, Malcolm Butler, saint or not next Monday when we do the podcast. I'm less confident than I was before, <laughs> but I'm still saying yes. All right. So yes for that. So for Dave, who's MIA, one of his children's birthdays, 
uh, for Andrew. Go to Saints Nation. He's got mock drafts, all kinds of fun stuff. And me and Kevin are on the Twitters. And you can go to WDL and read my 2,000-word uh, double mock draft column. It's the best. So until next week, the bar is closed. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.